Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unoriginal Thoughts, hosted by me, Abigail Combs. I thought I would switch it up today. I'm sitting outside on my porch. I just wanted to sit outside because the weather is perfect. It's like 60 degrees right now. I'm enjoying the sun. So you may hear some birds, an airplane, my neighbors in the backyard. They're also moving, it appears. So they may be slamming some car doors. Hopefully it won't be a too disruptive experience for your ears. Let's start off with some ASMR. I got this carrot and hummus. Hold on, let's take a bite. Hmm. Okay. Sorry if you hate that, but I personally love a good ASMR and a good crunch. So that's that for the day. So updates on me before we get into today's topic. I went to California like a week and a half ago. And let me tell you, it was a great experience. And I will be returning. I went with my friend Alicia and we stayed in the Venice Beach area, kind of went to different parts of LA, but honestly didn't get to see too much because we were only there for four days and LA is obviously massive, but the weather was perfect. Whenever we left Nashville and flew out, it, the weather was cold and it was snowy and I was like, wow, this is terrible. And then we land in California, it's 70 degrees, blue skies, perfect weather. And I don't know, y'all, I really just feel like California and I were just meant to be. Who knows if slash when that would happen, if I would actually be out there. Um, I think the only way that I could afford to live out there is if I did like a nursing travel contract, which I want to do anyway. So catch me in a couple of years, maybe on the West Coast. But I just had to share that because I loved it so much and... Yeah. Anyway, I went on a run this morning and that was really nice because like I said, the weather is really great today. I also, okay, I'm not going to like fully endorse this idea because I have only tried it twice, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I just kind of burped. The past two showers I've taken, I've done a little cold shower type thing. If you're not familiar with cold shower therapy, it's just basically where you take a cold shower and the scientific benefits, there's a lot of them. And I can't tell you all of them, but I know that it helps your circulation. It can really boost your mood. It can boost your immunity as well. So I was like, you know what, why not try it? And it is terrible, it actually sucks. But once you, like usually what I do is I turn it on warm, I get in and then I kind of slowly decrease it until it's cold and then when it's actually like freezing cold i'll only stay in it for like 30 seconds to a minute i can't take it for too long i can build i'll build up my my stamina but yeah that's just something that i've been doing lately we'll see if uh anything actually comes of it all right so i'm gonna go and start us off introduce today's unoriginal thought if you can't see by the title we are talking about social media today this is the most classic thing that a young 20-something uh, Gen Z millennial girl can talk about on a podcast. I know that there's so many, so many discussions about social media. But I was like, you know what? Today's the day. Today's the day that I just 
talk about it. So today's unoriginal thought is social media brings out the best and worst in us. Social media dominates our culture and our world, and you know it's quite unavoidable unless you simply don't have social media. Isn't it wild that we, you know, kind of perceive people without social media as such like that's such a foreign concept to us, to those of us that use it, have it, because um, it's you know it's become an extension of who we are. If you're a brand or a business. You pretty much have to have social media if you want to market yourself well. Social media marketing—that is someone's job now, right? People are trying to master the algorithm or perfect the the their content that they're putting out. That's essential for businesses and brands in order to grow and to grow in a way that other kinds of growth would not be possible without social media. There are way too many facets of social media,、um, so don't anticipate me to dis- dissect all of the the best and worst parts about it. But I don't know. I just wanted to hit on some things I feel like were relevant to me and my life and my generation, and just kind of my unoriginal thoughts about social media right now. So I first want to acknowledge the energy and vibe. That each social media platform has. If I forget one of them, sorry. But these are the big ones for me personally. So first we have Facebook, of course. I am gonna start off with the OG. Well, I guess the OG OG would be like、uh, MySpace, but didn't really have that. So Facebook, it's your classic family vibes, right? When I was 13, I got a Facebook. My mom made me wait until I was 13 to get Facebook because she was like, she didn't like me to be on the internet anyway. Like she didn't like me to use my full name and that kind of stuff. But yeah, my friends, they were like 10 getting Facebooks, and I was like, Mom, I really want one. She's like, No, sorry, you have to wait. So I literally remember on my 13th birthday, that was like, I like woke up and I was like, Yes, I get to make a Facebook account. <laughs> like I really looked forward to that, and then. I mean, some of my Facebook pictures, old ones, they're still on there. Unfortunately, I don't even know what I posted on there when I was 13. Just like selfies, honestly, that I took with my Kodak digital camera. Moving on, Instagram is, of course, probably the biggest social media platform right now. Right now, casual Instagram is very trendy, but you still have a mix of people who post more posed and formal pictures versus. The photo dumps that are going rampant right now, which let me tell you, I love a good photo dump. But remember OG Instagram? When I first got Instagram, I was also I think like thirteen ish in eighth grade, and I distinctly remember one of my friends in middle school、um, telling me about like hashtags on Instagram and what a hashtag meant because I didn't know what that meant, and.、Um, She was talking about how she used hashtags on her Instagram posts, whatever. I was like, wait, I kind of want one, and so I downloaded it on my iPod Touch. I cannot remember. I think I told my mom later, but I was like, mom, like I promise, I'm being safe. I didn't use my last name on here. It's my account's private. It's fine. And she was like, okay, and like I think she was pretty chill about it actually.、Um, but yeah, so that's how I got my Instagram. Been on there ever since. But when I first got my Instagram, I remember my very first post was a terrible selfie of myself in my bathroom, and I I don't even know what I I probably said like Hey Instagram, 
something stupid like that. My 13-year-old self also posted memes, and if y'all remember the teenager posts or relatable posts on Tumblr, it was like, teenager post number 1,223, and it would be some just like relatable saying or like thought. But yeah, I would I would post that on my Instagram. I would post TV honest, like for TV honest stuff, of course, it's a given. Loved the games that came along with Instagram. OG Instagram though. Next platform I have to shout out is TikTok. <laughs> you know, it's been on the rise over the past two years and it's kind of insane how big it is now. TikTok is very relaxed, I feel like. It's primarily comedy, but, you know, there's also so many other things out there in regards to what kind of content you're going to see on your For You page. You know, there's food recipes, there's useful hacks, there's art, there's music, there's people simply just living their lives and posting on TikTok. I mean, I kind of love that vibe of just, like, filming stuff. That's kind of the stuff that I do. There's dancing, of course, and... I do love nursing TikTok. <laughs> um, it's so funny to see that kind of stuff as well. But I think why people love TikTok so much is it's vulnerable in a way. Videos in general, I think, are just more genuine than a photo that you see, whether it's on whatever platform it's on. And so I think people just feel more comfortable on it. It's hilarious. I love TikTok. Okay, next social media. Twitter. So in high school, I loved Twitter, honestly. Um, but now I really don't really get on because it's just like very negative on there. There's still some good laughs on there. The memes and the comedy, that's the reason why I was on there. You would have some just good, good humor on Twitter. And I know that it's still out there. I did have a tweet that it didn't, it wasn't viral, but I did get like 5,000 likes. And this was like in 2017. No, this was like 2015 when going quote viral on Twitter, it wasn't really like as easy to do. Basically, I took the PSAT either my freshman or sophomore year. I can't remember whatever year you're, you usually take that, which is like a preliminary SAT. And it, I think it's supposed to indicate how well you're going to do on the college entry exams. Um, I took it and generally speaking, there would always, I just remember there would always be memes about a big test like that because everyone takes it the same day. And then when you're done, like just everyone can pull out the content that they took the test on or whatever. And then everyone would share it and use like the P hashtag PSAT. So it would be easily seen. My tweet was, if you know the Troy Bolton meme, whenever he's like, I think it's from like High School Musical 2, and he's just standing there shrugging his shoulders. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google like Troy Bolton shrugging, and it'll probably come up. But um, so I put me during the math part on the hashtag PSAT, and I put pictures of Troy Bolton shrugging. And I got like 5,000 likes, 4,000 retweets. I rode the bus in high school and I just remember sitting on the bus and getting like starting to get notifications and I was like oh my gosh like what's going on and I kept getting them they just like kept popping in and I was like oh my gosh like that tweet it's it, it's blowing up y'all and I remember a couple people from school like tweeting at me and being like oh my gosh you're famous 
again, this was when going viral, and I say quote viral because 5,000 likes really is nothing now on Twitter because people can easily have like, you know, hundreds of thousands of likes on a tweet. And that's definitely more considered viral than like 5,000. But my presence on social media was known then. <laughs> Good content, right? Um, okay, next one, Snapchat. I don't use it anymore, really. I love it for looking at my memories on there. To be honest, it feels very high school to me. Also, that's a train if you can hear that in the back. Snapchat is, you know, I loved it in high school, but don't, I don't really use it now. I will say though, Snapchat streaks, genius marketing strategy for whoever created that. Designing something that, you know, makes your users want to use your product more. Yeah, why not do it? And they did that. <laughs> YouTube, let's talk about it. That's probably my first form of social media that I personally consumed. First YouTube videos that I can remember, oh gosh, I can't remember the very first YouTube video I saw, but one of them that sticks out into my mind is the shoes music video. Honestly, if you just look up on YouTube shoes, it'll come up. That one's ingrained in my brain. Baby by Justin Bieber. There was this guy that did a parody of it, and that was another one that really sticks out to me. The Duck song, the drive through song, Niga Higa. He was this YouTuber. He's still, I think he mostly does like podcasts now, but he was one of the OG YouTubers who created hilarious content and it was like good. And my sister and I loved him, loved his videos. He was also Asian and I feel like we appreciated that too, <laughs> that we were seeing like another Asian person on the internet. I have my own YouTube channel, which I don't really use anymore, but I started it my freshman year of college um, with my roommate. Kate and it was kind of a joke and I was like just messing around and just capturing random stuff but it's honestly such sweet memories and kind of taps into my creative side capturing moments and making it into something that I'll have forever. The last app that I'm going to talk about is Pinterest. Some people don't consider it social media but I love Pinterest. It truly meets all of my creative aesthetic needs and desires shout to Pinterest because I'm always on there just getting inspiration about whatever. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into the unoriginal thought here. Social media brings out the best and worst in us, right? This is also just a disclaimer. So I'm going to be talking about the bad parts about social media and whatever, but I did just post on Instagram like like last week, right? So it's not like I'm like, oh my gosh, I hate social media. Like I'm, I never post or whatever. I'll explain this more, but I personally really enjoy the creative aspect of social media. So yeah, that's just the perspective I'm coming from, just to clarify. So I kind of have a, several negative qualities that social media can bring out in us. The first two negative things that I think of that come out of having social media or being on social media is judgment and comparison. I think these two are probably the most common that people think of when they think about bad things in social media. When we scroll on whatever app, we compare our own image, our own social status, our relationship status, our money, lifestyle, whatever it may be. And we're bombarded with all the things that we don't have and seeing it on a screen can kind of just feel like a smack in the face. If you have ever heard this quote about comparison, I think it's so wise and just so great. But 
the quote says something like, never play the game of comparison because you'll always be last or you'll always come second. And I'm like, yeah, that is so true. You can never play the game of comparison and expect to win because you're always going to fall short. So as I was thinking about judgment and comparison, I asked myself, why do we always end up comparing and judging? And as humans, when we are presented with something new in life, whatever it may be, it's our natural inclination to use our senses, to observe all aspects of it, take in whatever it is that's in front of us, and then from there, we judge it. Not even necessarily a bad way, but we judge it and we form an opinion on it, right? We compare it to things that we know. The issue arises when we do this to humans, and that's exactly what social media kind of cues our brains to do. I feel like social media can amp up whatever our brains normally do and like push it to the extreme. So, you know, when we get on social media, we're forming opinions very quickly on people's lives who we may or may not even have a genuine connection with. And it's us comparing ourselves to someone or something that we literally were never designed to be. We all know that social media is surface level and fake, yet we still try to form opinions about people that are much deeper than what we are even actually able to form. Does that make sense? We're only perceiving a specific aspect of someone's life, right? And we all have our own preferences and likes and dislikes. And we all follow people that are probably different than us on our social media. So sometimes I can find myself, you know, if I'm scrolling through and if I see someone's post that I'm like not, I don't really think I'm very much similar to them. I can find myself cringing at that person's post or whatever. I don't know. It's like, that's just human of us for us to have our likes and dislikes, right? And personally, if it's someone that I haven't talked to or seen in years or am not planning on talking to or seeing them in any time soon, I kind of ask myself like, okay, why am I still following them? And if I can't come up with a good answer, then I'm probably going to unfollow them. Like, what's the point to continue to keep up with someone's life that you actually don't care about and then just end up, whenever you do see their stuff on your feed, you think negative thoughts about them or it causes you to be extremely judgmental. I just don't think that's good for our brains, right? <laughs> and I just don't want to do that to people in my brain. So I would definitely recommend unfollowing people that you don't actually care about, but you're just like kind of following them just to be quote nice. What does that even mean? Like, that's so stupid. I think social media puts us in a vulnerable position as the user and the consumer. So when we post something, we're putting ourselves in a vulnerable position to be judged, to be perceived. And then when we're using it, when we get onto scroll, we're also putting ourselves, eh, I would say in a less vulnerable position for sure, but a vulnerable, vulnerable position for thoughts to kind of pop into our brain subconsciously as we judge and as we perceive um, whatever we're looking at. This kind of is a perfect transition into my next negative thing that I think social media brings out in us, and that is anxiety due to the judgment. We know people are scrolling past whatever we posted, and social media likes and comments can become an issue. 
I think now I'm like definitely at a point in my life where I really don't care about my social media likes. But in middle school and high school, man, that ish ate me up. And, you know, I cared about in college too. Social media likes and comments, it's something that we feel like we have control over. You know, if we post a good photo, the likelihood of us getting a higher amount of likes increases, right? But in fact, we have no control over it. We're giving said control to the people that are scrolling through to our followers. We can think a picture is good, but maybe your followers don't like it enough to double tap or they just don't even see it. And it doesn't matter. That's the other thing. It doesn't freaking matter. But we we all get so anxious about it. Me verbalizing all of this, it just like sounds so stupid. And, you know, maybe you've never really cared about social media likes, but I feel like I definitely grew up that way. I feel like in high school, I felt like it was social media likes were a big deal. And I just hate that kids younger than me suffer so much from anxiety due to social media. Like, I know that it's so prevalent and I know that it plays such a big part in kids' lives. But I just hate it because when you freaking die, which not to sound morbid, but when you die, no one is going to give an F about your social media. And if you needed that reminder today, there you go. But no one, no one cares. So just post whatever you want. I'll say that again later, I'm sure. Okay, enough about that. The next negative thing that can come from social media is cyberbullying and cancel culture. Dominica and I talked about uh, just kind of like cancel culture or just rumors in general on social media regarding celebrities. And if you haven't listened to the episode, feel free to go back and listen. I feel like we had a pretty productive conversation on there. It was quite interesting. Um, But in general, social media allows us to communicate with people that we know, but also people that we have never met before and will never meet. And when people go off in the comment section, social media falsely gives us that sense of freedom to attack others, saying things that maybe we only halfway believe. Maybe we do really believe it, but maybe we don't really. Um, So we're saying things that we you know, would never actually say to someone in real life. And that's an issue. It's also in general, just not productive. Like you're not going to get through to someone by attacking them on social media. Like that is just not the way. It never will be the way. We only convince people of our opinions by saying down, getting to know them and having a genuine conversation with them. Arguing in the comments is not it. I think in general, social media produces unoriginal thinking how fitting it's very easy just to consume the information that's right in front of you kind of be spoon-fed different ideas um and our ability to critically think decreases right personally i have been trying lately to kind of step back and be like okay abigail what do you actually think about this it's something that i've kind of come full circle with over the past year 2020 you know, the information we were all reading online about the world, (laughs) everything going on in the world, was hitting us at insane rates. And no one knew what to believe about anything. And it was so overwhelming and it was so stressful. And it's still stressful today, two years later. I mean, we're, we're going through it. We're going through the ringer. I, you know, saw so many posts about what I thought that I should believe. And Some of them were great, and some of them I was like, eh, I don't know if I agree with that. But at the end of the day, who are you when you're alone 
because that's what matters. Anyone can say that they believe in this or advocate for this on social media, but what are they doing in their day-to-day lives? That's where, you know, performative activism or virtue signaling can kind of come in. But the thing is, is like, we'll never really know where people's hearts truly are at. That's a them thing. That's a personal thing. And that's okay. I mean, you know, we can choose to believe that what we see online is genuine, but we'll never really know. And that's the thing with social media. It's such a facade. It all is. Anywhere you go, anytime you see a post or you post, there's some alteration to to the reality that is behind the post, right? This is me being completely honest. I will be the first to say that I found myself posting things on my stories in 2020 about things that I did believe and that hit deep in my heart and it really moved me. And I, you know, at the time I felt like it was appropriate for me to share. But when I look back, it just really felt out of character for me to publicly make those beliefs known to all of my followers. Um, Some things in your life, some things that you believe you don't have to share with the world. This was a personal thing for me to stop feeling the need to share with everyone my opinions about what's going on in the world. Does this mean, you know, you'll never catch me posting something political or about an organization on my story? No, not necessarily. I look up to and I appreciate the people on social media that have stronger voices or, you know, maybe it's their job to be an advocate and create constructive conversation um, and post about the things that they're passionate about. That's something that's really inspiring to me. And I, again, I really admire people who do that. But like I said, personally for me, I just felt like it was not like who I am to my core because I'm a pretty private person. And so I just didn't feel, I was like, wait, Abigail, I think when you're posting stuff on social media, I always try to be like, okay, have I had this conversation with someone that means a lot to me about what I believe in this regard? Or am I just kind of internalizing it and being like, you know, I'm just going to like stick it on social media to get affirmation or to get whatever. I think we have to be careful with that. And again, this is all personal. Do whatever you want on there. But I just feel like for it to come from a genuine place, that's something to think about. All right, moving on. Um, Another thing that I think social media can produce in us that's not positive is this desire for instant gratification. I won't go too in-depth with this one because I'll probably talk about this later at some point, but the speed of the internet and our social media platforms has produced so much impatience within us and, you know, we don't know what it's like to wait anymore because our daily habits of getting up, scrolling, uploading, whatever, it's so fast. And so naturally our minds are like conditioned to think that everything is supposed to be that way when in reality it's not. So not great for minds and hearts because then we get upset when we don't get things quickly. (laughs) Okay, the final thing I'm going to talk about, and this one is kind of more of a like physical thing more than mental. I definitely noticed my attention span decreasing. It's so bad. It's down the toilet. Our attention is constantly diverted due to social media and the ads that we're seeing. I mean, Instagram now has suggested posts on my timeline versus it being like elsewhere, in addition to all the ads they already have on there anyway. So over the years, I've genuinely caught myself 
having difficulty remembering short-term things. Like I'll think of a task to do and then I go to do it and I'm like, wait, what was I going to do? And I, like, that's so scary to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to like condition my brain better and do Sudoku or something. It's really bad. I'm sure many can relate. I know that there's science, there's studies behind that. Like I've definitely seen them before. So you gotta watch out. Okay, so I feel like I really went off <laughs> about the bad things. So we're gonna transition to the things that I enjoy about social media. The first one being creative freedom. I have always enjoyed creating things. I have that artistic side to myself. I enjoy videos and photography. I have lately really been trying to use my camera more and use it in a way that pays attention to the composition of the photo that I'm taking or not always using the automatic setting and playing around with manual and whatnot. I love to edit my photos in an aesthetically pleasing way and create something that I like and that I enjoy looking at. Kind of going along with the creative freedom um, is the fact that there are people that are really good at social media and they're able to monetize their content, which I think is insane. But I also think it's really cool that that's how people, you know, sustain their lives. And what a cool way to do that by just doing, creating things, using that creative part of your brain and making money off of it. Then you get kind of get into the influencer world, which, eh, I think the idea of like a quote influencer is very interesting to me because we are all influencers. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be like so deep with that, but truly like, I just think it's funny how influencing is like something that people strive for. They're like, I want to be like a verified influencer, but you're already an influencer just with the people that you're around, you know, that's another topic for another day, I guess. Okay, another good thing about social media is that it's just fun, or it can be, you know? Socially, you know, posting pictures with your friends or just like having fun with a poll on social media or questions, whatever, you're able to connect with people that it would honestly otherwise be impossible to connect with. You get just get to keep up with old friends or family members or sometimes you meet people on the internet, which is so wild. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's insane the way we can connect with people. There's a balance with figuring out what's genuine out there, but it can be done. Next, the amount of useful information that I've found through social media is amazing. I kind of mentioned this earlier with like TikTok, but the number of recipes I've found on the internet and my social media apps is incredible and I'm very grateful. Half-Baked Harvest, love her, and different random information that I've found or tips or articles that I've seen that are about something that I care about and I can read that on an app. It makes life so much more interesting, so much easier. Okay, the last thing I'm going to talk about, good things, which again, I feel like I really went off on the bad things and it's like a short list about the good things, but the humor and laughs and joy that I've gotten from seeing a social media post. Can't, can't put into words. Social media truly forms our culture today. It forms our sense of humor. 
memes and inside jokes within social media, like that's a specific type of humor. When a post goes viral and everyone knows about it, they'll refer to it and joke about it. And it's a joke that runs on forever. I mean, that makes me think of Vine. The Vines that were so iconic at the time, they live on today and everyone still refers to them. This is just another thought. Humor is the most unoriginal thing about us. And I think that's that's exacerbated due to social media. Like you have like us just repeating the same joke or commenting the same thing. And I'm, I'm like literally like that. I, I had this conversation with Emily yesterday, actually. I was just talking about how humor is the most unoriginal thing about us. But in order for it to be funny, it has to be unoriginal or else no one will understand the joke, right? So yeah love all the good laughs thanks social media okay in conclusion i've definitely gone off about the bad things i went off on there i went on a tangent right giving light to the good things um but this is just a reminder that ultimately <gasps> y'all hear that bird that's so pretty ultimately social media can only have as much power over your lives as you allow it to and maybe you already know that and you're like okay abigail like stop trying to be so inspirational here but um just a good reminder because i feel like social media can feel heavy but it's not it's not that deep um no one cares that much about your social media because everyone is fixated on themselves so just remember post what you want Delete the app if you want. Unfollow that person if you want. Like, it's not that deep. Make it fun. Make it lighthearted. And it will be. And let me just say, shout out to social media, because without it, you would not be here. You would not be listening to this podcast. My social media is like how you know about this, unless you're listening to this because a friend referred you. But I think that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this conversation discussing social media. I know I left things out that I could have talked about more or whatever. I would love to hear your own unoriginal thoughts about social media. So if you want to follow the Instagram, um, the unoriginal thoughts podcast Instagram is at unoriginal thoughts pod. You can follow it and message me there or text me, message me whatever. Would love to hear your feedback. Like I said, this is for sure probably not going to be the last conversation that I have about social media, but I hope you enjoyed today. Hope you have a wonderful day today. Stay unoriginal as always, and be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Have a lovely day. Talk to you later. Bye.